the last two pages a podcast where two best friends who love to read just can't keep it to themselves i'm Teresa, and i'm megan and on this episode we'll be talking about our bookish habits and the way that we read which is obviously superior oh of course <laughs> how are y'all doing <laughs> we're good yeah <laughs> no we're good um we are cold Mm-hmm. not currently it but it's, finally has gotten cold in minnesota it's snowed it's real snow too and mm-hmm. so for my job i can do real snow programs kind of but <laughs> we're praying for another foot would you like to explain what real snow programs mean at least six to twelve inches you can't snowshoe in three inches of snow that's just pointless i would love if you said snow before the six to twelve inches that was a little jarring Take it how it is. <laughs> you can I'm take sh- it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> you could take it. Um, awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that. It's finally snowing for you. Yes. And I'm sure you are just as thrilled. Uh, not. Well, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, like the snow doesn't. But no, I like the snow. Don't true. You? It's not enough snow where I can do much in it, though, yet. It's just what are you going to do? I want to go skiing. I want to go like mm. do all of the winter sport things. Okay, it finally sure. looks pretty outside, but it's not necessarily like I want the dump of the snow. I know. Over. That's basically what I just said. <laughs> you could just agree. <laughs> I refuse to agree with you. That's the kind of day we're having. <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope you all have had a splendid week. <laughs> already crying and have a green <laughs> your week. eyes are bloodshot <laughs> uh cry count number two for teresa on the podcast i believe um, it's fine amazing um it's just one of those days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i stayed up late last night reading and yeah what are you reading we'll talk about that later oh my god um so today we'll be talking about how we read basically we mm-hmm. felt like We are somewhat different readers in the way that we talk about books or the environments we read in. Or like books. True. We have some pretty different things we like to read. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So So we wanted to talk to you all about our bookish habits and like how we read. Because I feel like me and Trace have very different habits within reading. And that's just because we're very different people. I'm very introverted Teresa definitely would like to be around people most of her life this is true but things are a changing in my <gasps> brains wow it's just I someone called me a grandma last night and she's not wrong so mm. mm-hmm. I something with my prefrontal cortex developing I think but yes I do love to be around people and work with people How, what do you mean your prefrontal cortex I just think that I'm nearing the full development peak of my brain and something will change. I think you're the only one who has that opinion. No, because... About you? No, my friend, Lydia. Okay. She turned 25. She was like, I went fully introvert now. Mm. And she wasn't before. She would so like, like go out, do things. And then time goes on. That age, I guess, well, also graduating college and all that. But frankly... <laughs> I don't see myself that far from that same life. Interesting. And I am here for that. Hmm. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, I haven't been an introvert for a while, but it's kind yeah. of like I can make do. I was, Compared to I you. I was trained to be like outgoing, 
but introverted, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, no. I aim to make people feel comfortable within a conversation. Compared to you, uh, you're a hermit, like us. Like, <laughs> if, if we're looking at each other side by side, you're mm-hmm. the hermit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me and my kitty Nova. That's, like, ideal Friday through sat- Sunday, like, and then activity. I come in just to stir it up. You really do stir something up. You are very welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, bookish habits, now yes. that we're going f- fully back to that um first of all our environment mm-hmm. where do you like to read anywhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any place that i would prefer to be somewhere else is really ideal <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of a party you're just like whipping out the kindle like well when i was first reading Akatar, mm-hmm. uh we were supposed to have a party at our house and then we didn't but i was fully intending i think i was in the midst of Aka War, mm-hmm. and I was fully intending to like leave the party and like go read that. Uh, but I prefer someplace cozy, but sitting up, I, I'm kind of over reading in my bed. It kind of hurts my shoulders because it's like you always have to like turn around all the time. And- prefrontal cortex granny era. <laughs> You're like, I just, I'm so stiff and sore from reading in my bed. Give me my rocking chair and rocking stool. But that's so real. Like a good couch that has like depth to it and like comfy sides mm-hmm. and that you can just like nuzzle in the corner with. Sure. You have to agree with me. Like I do that. understand, but <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want it to be not too cold, but cold enough that I can have a blanket. That, but not too that. cold that my fingers get cold. Mm, okay. And depending on the book, I don't really care what's happening around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading on buses is nice, but planes is great because then I can just oh. fully disassociate there yeah. because I get so claustrophobic on planes sometimes if i'm not sitting next to someone i don't know if you're not sitting next to someone you don't know so you're sitting next to someone you know yeah if i sit next to someone i know i'm okay okay but if i'm sitting next to a stranger not a fan (sighs) no interesting yeah because then i'm like it's too anxiety inducing to be like can i go pee you like just everything that has to do when you're on the inside and there's someone you don't know that you have to ask and disrupt them it's too much oh i'll hold it i will not ask. i will not talk to someone i <laughs> have i told you this on my flight to korea i studied abroad in korea for eight days it was canceled because of covid cold we've talked about this before yeah i did not get up once on either of the flights for 14 hours because That's I would have had to psychotic. talk to someone. Psychotic. I'm also kind of afraid of like airplane bathrooms. Oh, so, I love them. No, I like kind of freak out at them. So for me, I'm like, I'll just go before and after. So literally, I did not do anything. You didn't walk? I didn't move on the plane. What the One heck? sitting position. Like I slept in my sitting position and just like put my head on the seat in front of me. Oh, that's real. That's a great move on yeah, plane. Like that's, that's what I did. That's insane. Up, 14 hours. I'm a sedimentary girly. Oh my gosh. Y'all just will find you that way in like 30 years. Mm, I would be a perfect Pompeii specimen. Yeah. You know? Or like a bog body. A bog body? (laughs) What's a bog body? You know, people, bodies are fully preserved in bogs. If you like, because of the, oh, I don't remember any of the science behind it right now, which is embarrassing, but that's fine. (laughs) But basically, they're very dense and they will hold it and... They don't. Oh it's like gosh, earthy can't. mummification type of thing. Yeah. Okay. There aren't the prob. They won't let the body like fully 
break down deteriorate because of like the chemicals there and like how compressed it is and that's how i want to be buried i was gonna say i feel like we could have like take your body as it is ice i would love like, that ice it first there so it doesn't are bogs where they found like the weirdest bodies that were like tied weird and we don't know really how they died or if they're sacrificed like weird things bogs are so cool can you imagine that. everyone who loved you in muck boots like trying to shove your body down in the book <laughs> absolutely you could eat the little cranberries collect some morels yeah. like have some fun you'd be in a cranberry bog like ocean spray not sponsored um <laughs> <laughs> no just like one of the cute ones up north oh okay cool um but yeah <laughs> awesome okay so i got from that you want to die in a bog right no i down. want to die and then be put in a bog actually i'd be okay dying in a bog <laughs> yeah death by bog excellent (laughs) sounds good amazing um i personally like to read on a couch as well um same thing Mm -hmm. blanket cold enough for a blanket but also for me a heating pad i use them very the way you're not supposed to like very not supposed to i will keep that thing on for eight hours and sit on it for eight hours isn't that gonna like cook your ovaries (laughs) I mean, if they're not cooked already, I don't know. Whatever. Um. So, yeah, I sit on a heating pad almost all day anyway. But, like, that specifically, like, on my back or just sitting on it and, like, oh, snuggling with a book. Because then it's, that. like, I don't have good, like, blood flow. So, my, like, hands and feet always get cold anyway. And mm. so it's, like, I don't have to work so hard to keep myself warm. That's true. So I don't get as tired as fast. I feel like most people would agree that this is the superior way to read for sure couch reading are you a like put your feet out reader or are you like a little ball i just have to constantly move around Mm. otherwise things ache so interesting (laughs) what do you mean think no i'm just kidding (laughs) like my hips a deep ache for sure yeah (laughs) so warm um you i'm a little ball when i read i'm Mm. like all the way scrunched up and like no i like move about great. Mm, interesting interesting so how do you organize your shelves oh, they are not organized right now um they're mostly just haphazardly thrown i'm looking at them i here. feel like the only way i've known people to organize their shelves is by color mm-hmm. no one's going like library a to z yeah I... I do organize by genre so like my bookshelf is like three Oh, I did do that. I did do that. So I have one side is like my fantasy and childhood books. And the other side is like classics. um, The ones that I absolutely will not read again. I need to get rid of at the bottom Mm -hmm. and all my sci-fi. And then I have a middle one that's just like a little bit. And those are all my highlights. So the books that I want everyone to look at and ask me questions about because I'll just info dump until they get annoyed. So. I think I also I did the same thing with genres all of my like outdoor ed books are kind of at the bottom same with like biographies and Deuteronomies whatever I don't know and Sarah J Moss takes up a shelf throwing like some books Holly Black and uh I have a, like a lot of my TBR together I have mm. like two shelves two smaller ones that are just kind of full of TBRs but mm. the one closest to my bed is my immediate tbr like a list which i felt very like wow good for you do you follow your tbr yeah Mm -hmm. sometimes 
I found that I have some of my TBR in a little basket. Um, and I ignore it and choose not to look at it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to read those. And then it feels like a job. Oh, that's why I keep it on the shelf. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to look at you. And so that's why I still haven't read the serpent oh, the of night. night. it's just it like sitting basket, there yeah yeah that's Sorry. fair i want to read it but like two pages in i can't it needs to pack a punch punch and maybe i just need to give it more than two you, pages you need to give it like 20 pages and then okay i think okay. you'll be there i'll do that i'll do that some point this year Good. for sure um i'm a big playlist reader where like i have to have music in the background we kind of talked about that already but do you have anything else when you're reading next to you no or? oh next to me i don't like, know water ambiance <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes like it's food nice. music candles the playlist can be nice but other times sometimes i just dive on it fully in. dissociate from mm-hmm. the outside world and i don't need that and it's sometimes nice for like some books if they like i'm on a bus or something i'll throw it on so mm-hmm. that it helps me zone in mm-hmm. but otherwise readers gonna read am i right you're so right by that yeah that was bad (laughs) um i am like a three beverage curly i always have three beverages open hydrate energy caffeine caffeine and and a a tasty treat i think Mm. is normally what people do but i normally like at night i'll have hot water before i go to bed in the morning i try and have a cup of plain hot water water. yeah it's really good for you my sister would do that too and that's just I once got pranked by a roommate. Um, I was about to go work out and she said, oh, fill up your water bottle. Don't trust them. That okay. was not me. I so. know it wasn't. It wasn't you. But then she filled it with like hot water and I didn't, ch- I didn't like feel it. And so I went mm-hmm. down and was like in the midst of my workout and I like went to get a drink of water. It being warm, I almost wow, threw up. <laughs> it like immediately gagged me because it was so just the wrong experience. Mm-hmm. That would suck. So I need my hot water to taste like something. Interesting. Like chocolate. Cho- like hot chocolate? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like, I don't know, water. I try and have more water because I'm really bad at that. Um, the diversity is strong. Though. Energy nice. drinks. Those are a bad habit. Oh, yeah. I did just get an espresso for Christmas. So I've been using that a lot. Mm. Had a double espresso this morning and then had a Celsius not sponsored um i don't think you need to worry about saying that (laughs) i think you all need to know that regardless just in case you think that we're sponsored (laughs) fair enough so specifically into your reading habits do you allow yourself to dnf a book do not finish a book like are you willing to bail on it or do you like have to get it for the reading goal um no well I, for, in my brain, for, like, fake books, I don't know how to describe it other than Narnia feels like a fake book. I guess if it's books I've read before. Oh, like a reread. You're willing to bail. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, or if it's just, like, a a real story. Like, nonfiction? Yes. (laughs) A real story. (laughs) Nonfiction and books I read before I DNF, but usually I, or if there's just something that happens in the book that is just too much for me. Do you have an example? I do. 
<laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's called Morning Glory Milking Farms. <laughs> oh, no. I just, I wasn't ready for the content, and it wasn't exactly my cup of tea. So I did choose to DNF that book. And it was a fantasy. Was this the Minotaur book? Yeah. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. You can make inferences on your own. Yeah, you can make inferences (laughs) on your own. Um, I don't DNF books. Um, Like, I don't feel like that's a lie. I don't feel like I've picked up something and like stopped reading it in the middle of it. Or do you like, do you just count putting it down for a year as not DNFing it? Because you're like, I'll finish it eventually. No. Well, it's kind of like that one book I read where it's like 290 days before like yeah. of me finishing it. So I don't count that as DNFing because I eventually yeah, finished it. Yeah, that's true. Um, You've never DNFed? I don't think so. I think you're kind of right with the reread thing. Like sometimes I'll pick up a few pages and then like put it down or like no, I want to reread I that scene. No, that's a lie. What book have I DNFed? Ugh, I need to think of it. But I swear we've talked and you've said, yeah, I just stopped reading that. I have accidentally. It was one of my. Was it Forbidden Fate? Nope. I finished no. that. That was a mistake. There. I swear. There, there was a book I recently audiobooked, and I accidentally scrubbed to ninety percent, and didn't realize it. And I was at like forty-five percent or something. Scrubbed it. Listened to like another two hours and I was like I feel like I skipped a lot of things because it's just ending very specifically (laughs) and I just finished it and I'm like I'm not going back I didn't like the book enough for me to have to go all the way back does that count as a DNF I don't know I swear you've DNF books but I accept your claim (laughs) you don't have to believe me but I don't think I have audience if you know that I've DNF'd a book you can call me out on the carpet and we'll call it good um (laughs) You're in the midst of this. Have you had a book hangover? I have. It feels weird to say I've had a book hangover because before I got back into reading, I hadn't read in like yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So it's basically I was just in Absolutely. my old habits. But yes, I was reading Throne of Glass up in my cabin and then my dog died. <laughs> oh, I do remember and that. I could not continue. And I was on the tandem, like right before the tandem. It was just like all the stars aligned for me to just not want to pick up a book. And so I didn't for, that was what, August? So September, November, January, wait. (laughs) August, September. October. (laughs) November. (laughs) Take a deep breath. Yeah. From those months till now, I like was only it's like five months. I was that's when I was painstakingly getting through thirty nine clues, which I still haven't finished. And yeah, I was just unable to pick up like a real book. But the tides have turned, baby. And I'm so excited to hear now I'm what back got out you out of the sea. slump. I still don't know what you've been reading, so mm-hmm. kind of exciting. Yes. Um, I have had book slumps as well. Yeah. Normally, after I read like some a really long series, that's what'll take me out. I'm like, oh. I don't want to, I don't, one, I don't want to get into another long series, but I also don't want the, like, finality of a standalone. Yeah. So it's hard for me to discern, like, what I'm going to read next. And normally it's a reread or a book yeah. by the same author. Like, I'll try and get out of it that yeah. way. That's when the first time I read Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Moss, mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> and then 
I did a reread of Between Shades of Grey, the mm. Rudis Sepetus. That was my favorite historical fiction. And Between the Shades of Grey Oh, and then I read Ellen Enchanted. Between the Shades of Grey by who? Ruta Sepetus. Oh, okay. Um, Ellen Enchanted, I have no idea. But those two books got me out of my little first throne of glass slump. Interesting. But the slump was only a week, so I don't really count it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what got you out of this five-month slump. It has to be a good book or something. It was not a book you'd like, so. Work. Love it's a modern that. romance. Oh, definitely not a book I'd like. No. Work. Uh, do you annotate your books? No. I have drawn lines to take pictures for Bookstagram, and then I always mess it up. And I'm like, mm. now I just ruined your book (laughs) (laughs) and so i kind of try to avoid it because i can't really draw straight lines i know i Mm. like your baby hands i do art i i have been asked how i write before and Mm -hmm. not well how do you think of second grader writes (laughs) our hands are the same size so interesting interesting Uh, so no i come on brain development So I do not. And you, you do I've not. tried before. I don't tab, even though I have tabs. Mm. I just don't, like, I've I only forget. only tabbed one book. Oh, ever. my God. I forget it all the time. And then it's like, oh, well, that's not straight. That's not even. Not all of yeah. them are in the same, whatever. And then they bend if you, like, yeah. move it. Yep. Um. So I tabbed as, like, a like as a placeholder for the tandem read um in throne of glass by sarah j moss Mm. so i did like clever in the tandem read if you're not familiar you kind of those two books were written so you can read them at the same time because they're happening at the same time in the world Mm -hmm. so you go between these two stories that have different characters in them and we recommend different points like they're different places physically and so stuff kind of like works in a weird way so I tabbed then, but only as like a, oh, here's when I switch to the next book. And then mm. I go back to the original book and yeah. then back and forth and back and forth. Um, but I don't really think that counts as tabbing. I will no. say the one book I did actually write notes in, I have a hard time with classics. I don't feel like I'm smart enough to understand. And that book is really hard for me to That's like fair. The Invisible Man by H.G. Wells. I feel like I'm missing pieces of it. So it's like do I understand all the imagery? No, I don't. Does that mean I'm not reading it correctly? Not really. Like that's not the point of the book, but it's just like getting over that. I'm smart enough to read a classic book thing has been on my mind lately. And so I talked to you about this. You can do it. Yeah. I believe I'm not an idiot. Woohoo. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not most of the time. No work. We can be idiots together. Shaking your hands right now. Yeah, I don't like that. Your hands are kind of. They're really soft, but. I was about to say, my hands are dry. Yours were the one that were a tad moist. All right, moving on. (laughs) Rude. Have you ever judged a book by its cover? I know that's very taboo, but. Okay, everyone says they don't judge a book by its cover or not to, but we all do. Mm -hmm. We all do. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to gravitate towards the pretty books. Of course, I'm going to. Like, look at the special editions and say, wow, that's pretty. People who act like they don't are liars. Yes. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to pick up a book that looks horrible, that has, like, an orange and blue cover. This is not about a specific book. I I just am, like, picturing what an ugly book cover looks like. And it's, like, weird shapes and uh, some, like... It took me a while to, like, the 
a Court of Thorns and Roses series covers. Mm-hmm. I was the like, original they ones or the ones that are like the the hardcover or softcover or both? Just like, I was like, why are you all random colors? Oh, I don't really like the colors of those books. There's like a very bright red, a very like minty green that goes into a pink, into but a then light blue and then orange. The biggest series that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. off the record was shatter me Mm -hmm. i had no idea what shatter me was about and i didn't think it was gonna be that good because it's all just a bunch of eyeballs that give me no give me nothing they just like shatter me by tatamafi it's just weird and then you pick it up and you're like you're a sci-fi dystopian what in the world and then like and then i loved them all and it was great and Mm -hmm. so like that's like oh you shouldn't judge a book by its cover yes i know i'm proved wrong but i still stick by i saw that book in barnes and noble like when i was growing up and i never looked at them because i'm like okay why are the eyelashes trees yeah on <laughs> this book that's like a beautiful blue but like the eye looks weird and every single one of the series is like the same eyeball but like the and eyelashes are all different i still understand why it's an eyeball i don't really either if you guys know why it's an eyeball for the Shatter Me series, you let us know. But I find it to be a little off-putting. But it's an artistic choice. And I'll it's give a great that. series. I want her to come up with new editions. Oh, like, that would be cool. I'm sure there so are like, cool. dust jackets you could get. And But otherwise, if it's a pretty book. Mm-hmm. Also, the way that so many like hockey romances have like gross covers mm, mm-hmm. i'm like you want it's me to like read like some that dude with his shirt off in with like public sweaty no. abs on the front absolutely the not discreet book covers were that's for the kindle send. those things are for the kindle those are oh, books yeah. that i will not like have on my shelves <laughs> and honestly that i don't really read in general okay no i hate when i turn off my kindle and it shows my currently reading and it's just weird and i don't want to have to explain to anyone what i'm reading about because no it's it's a it's hockey a romance that's okay. all you need to know okay you do like those hockey romances i do something about them okay they're the great they're the best palate cleanse ever mm, okay of all time interesting yeah i don't know i also hate when you turn off your kindle and maybe i just am like the cheap one who doesn't pay to like not have what I'm reading on the cover mm. um and I'll get those ads and it will just be a shirtless man yeah, or like it's, like, it's, based it's on very Danielle Steele like yeah wrapped in an embrace no, and sweaty so and their clothes cute. are like halfway off no. yeah I just it makes me kind of icky so yes um but I have heard there's ways around having to pay for that we'll talk about I think you just have to like call Amazon and be like all my friends got it off and i think you just have to be a tad caring about it and it's fine a tad because i think it's like like 10 bucks or 10 20 bucks to not have i mean i don't really care yeah but i don't normally read books on my kindle unless it's absolutely necessary so when it comes to what you do like to read how long do you like your series like if I'm going to read a series or a standalone yeah. or like how many books in the series? Single duology trilogy plus. Ooh. I like more than one book. Yeah. Duologies normally leave me wanting more. Mm. Like there's not enough. 
trilogies regardless of how long the books are pretty perfect yeah trilogies kind of like hit me in that sweet spot but i don't mind if it's like three books supposed to be a trilogy and then the author added on more that's i what, don't mind that that's what shatter me did that's a good like mm-hmm. and i think that's what sarah j moss is trying to do yeah, she, I, i'm pretty sure but i don't mind that like cadence between the books because mm-hmm you feel a natural progression where you're not like, you know, the like you're at the bottom and you're learning and world building and then you go up and the plot is at the its highest, normally at the beginning of the third or in the middle of the third and then it crashes yeah. down. And then you get another up and down. True. Where sometimes when you have a long series, it just kind of feels like world building takes three books and then it, it, yeah. it just drags for me yeah, sometimes. I... So Trilogies are just overall perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that i, I do agree. love a duology mm-hmm. depending on the duology but yeah it does leave you wanting more you know it's yeah. like oh you could have added a whole other little piece to that but sometimes and maybe it's perfect. that's the point is leave them wanting more Ooh. so that people can write fan fictions that <laughs> yeah that's complete fair your wildest dreams <laughs> <laughs> you are an ao3 type of girly so only for six of crows <laughs> um ao3 is archive our own for the people who do not know it's like where most people just can freely write fan it's fiction like whatever you want mm-hmm. you know wattpad the 2014 tumblr girlies yeah i'm sure you know wattpad i knew wattpad i only read one series on wattpad are you serious and it was after <laughs> in middle school that? i don't know who wrote after i don't remember either but there's the movies now but it's a harry styles fan fiction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for a sixth grader that is that's too... damaging yeah i was like this is not a healthy relationship <laughs> as a sixth grader it's like working overtime in your prefrontal mm-hmm. cortex and i'm like yay 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 but dealing with our demons by i don't remember the name on ao3 it's a kinesh fan fiction kaz and inez who are characters in six of crows is so freaking good you how long is that it's like hundreds of that it's like seven hundred thousand words it's crazy it and she writes it just like i swear the name is like with bardugo something but the author Lee Bardugo, she carries her voice through the fan fiction somehow. Oh, interesting! And it's so good. Mm. Ugh, love it. I love that for you. I know for me, Wattpad was like where I was like reading stuff. Ao3 didn't really like. I never read it before. Really, I think I've read like maybe four or five books on Ao3, but Wattpad—that's mm. where it began. You would be a Watt- what else is on Wattpad? Not a book that I wrote. <laughs> Not that, that I'm not going to share on this podcast because it's embarrassing and I can't delete it because I got locked even, out of my account. She hasn't even showed me. No. She can't get No one it. will see this. And I, I talk about it as like a little it. teaser and I'm super sorry to all I the people that I've talked to about it, but it's it's bad. What's it about? It's like 600 pages though. Um, Yeah, I'm not kidding. It was a lot. It was on a Word document. I wrote it all in Word. Just like... What's it about? Oh, my Toshi, but whatever. It is a <sighs> sci-fi dystopian. No, it actually isn't. It was originally written as like a Pride and Prejudice era book with like secret societies and shit. What? But then I realized that it was basically the 39 Clues. 
in Regency era, and so okay. I changed it That's all to everything. modern. I changed it all to modern so they could have car chases. <laughs> and that's the only reason that I were changed there, it to modern. Were there any romances? There was. And I will never forget their names. It was May was the main character's name. Oh. And I think. I. Oh, God. I think the guy's name was like Russell or something. <laughs> it was so stupid. Oh. Like, why Russell? <laughs> I don't know. I have like drawings, though. I drew all my characters. No yeah Way. in a notebook somewhere i have all of the drawings she had like hundreds of not hundreds but like so many siblings and like they were all a part of this society and what it was so crazy like when i talk about it it sounds insane publish it um <laughs> no it was it was pretty bad um and poorly written that's you know what like i had dreams that could be workshopped i had dreams uh and it's not finished and i know i can tell that people have like still been reading it what i can't delete it like i can't delete it it's, it's out there unfinished yeah what's it called i'm not saying the name wait what i bet it, it's on wattpad i bet I, oh i'm gonna find it i hate you so uh it's out there for the masses but i Pick can't link delete in bio. it <laughs> if i find it great um so yeah that's i embarrassing but i don't really read e- ebooks anymore so i, I love I my safe. kindle i'm safe i love my kindle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can read a billion books so quick on there mm-hmm. oh and reading at night Mm-mm-mm. perfect mm. and i am i binge a series that's what i do work um when you're looking for a book i know we've kind of talked about tropes before like in the last episode lol do you feel like they're spoilers i feel like some people have talked oh, about like how tropes are spoilers that's coming back that people are talking about that mm-hmm. and yes and no i think it can be spoilers so for people that don't want to know anything at all before getting into a book which is fine but i want to know i it's, it, it feels like just a hint like mm. how sparkling water is like lime but really it's like you said lime in the same room as the water was flowing oh okay so there's not really any context no i think if it happens in the first 50 pages it's not a spoiler that's real and like if if the trope that happens is in the first 50 pages and like you get that vibe then or it's like not a spoiler. just anything that happens like about the plot or world especially yeah yeah if it's the first 50 pages it's not a spoiler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree with that mm-hmm. 50 pages is a good like Look, you got to talk about something about the book in the same way that a synopsis of a book has stuff that you learn the first 50, 100 pages. Like, that's what. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind tropes. I mean, like, I don't like like it when someone has like a million and ten and are stretching the truth about what a book has. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, she has a dad. (laughs) You know? can't relate just kidding i, <laughs> I do have, have a dad a father. i do have a dad <laughs> hello john um uh yeah i also i like them mm-hmm. but i don't love that book publishers use them oh i only like book readers. reviewers to use them okay. i like that too and i think that's where i'm at with that that makes sense um in your books do you like more plot or character driven like stuff I need a balance. Okay. I need a good balance. Like, especially with romances, there needs to be, like, a side one that's, like, happening so that you, like, 
what's like going on and i need i don't know i just need a balance i don't know how else to describe mm-hmm. it besides how much romance do you like in it mm, depends on the book but usually like spice level oh if there's like i like the with modern romances or whatnot when there's like one scene that it like builds up to okay because i'm forever a like tension girly like mm-hmm. give me it's they held hands yeah in like 500 pages actually no i think i'm too impatient for that they haven't held hands in like 200 pages okay and then they hold hands and then it's like because they have to something like that yeah they're pretending to date I one love, of those i love a fake dating <laughs> i do i do i love that i think for me i am more i don't really care if it's character or plot driven um, it mostly depends on if I like the characters. Oh, I don't want to know about Wait, yeah. everyone's plot. I need I plot don't driven care or I don't care about everyone like overcoming something like not every character needs to overcome something. It really is just like the main character. But that's the plot. Like that Wait, is the you're plot. Right. Now I'm thinking about so, it. So yeah, no, I need like the plot to have a, a true progression. Otherwise, I'm going to get bored with good characters. Yeah, yeah it can't I'm going to get bored. If you're having a found family, it can't be found family focused. There needs to be the overall plot that has a found family in it, mm-hmm. but it cannot be like half the book is just them bonding over mm-hmm. like nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's make a blanket together. Like that's no plot. Let's that's- be in this magical woods just like talking to these fairies for like 200 pages and there's really no point to it. Oh. I think I know what book you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Um, we will not be sharing that book. What was I going to say? Oh, and then spice level for me. I could do without any. Yeah. But I, like, I, get that. I kind of get up to a point where I'm like. I need a smooch though. This is excessive. Like I can go all the way up until it's like every few chapters. But that's just not, like, it's not because I'm uncomfortable with it. And, like, the girlies are going to want what they want. If you're just, like, reading Smut to Read Smut. Good on you. Do it. I just get bored. I get it. And annoyed. And I'm like. Well, sometimes. Can we just have a conversation, please? If it's too much, then I just get confused by, like, everything. I'm more, I found I'm more, like, critical of the relationship if it's happening more often than they're talking. True. Yeah. Then I'm like y'all are just not meant to be or mm-hmm. you're not you, like this is an infatuation i don't feel like it's yeah. love but you know what i haven't read a lot of books with like a high high level of spice unless it's like ao3 or something it's but even then mafia that i've dabbled in and frankly mm-hmm. that's all that they're there for so <laughs> real so <laughs> I, mean, I don't know weird. for me i'm just kind of like i can I can go up to that level until I'm start getting critical of the relationship and then it totally pulls me out. I can't constantly read heavily smutted books. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like my brain cells die a little. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I need I need some tension on most of the books I read. Yeah. There needs oh, to be two there's got to be that something that's like hating each other. Yeah. But they're meant to be. Yeah. You know? Whether that be the villain and the main character or the main character and another main character. Ugh, enemies like, lovers. Give me the tension. Mm-hmm. Give me the suspense of that. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. But um, chef's kiss. I only have. I feel like we've gone over a lot of 
what we like about books. Hopefully, yeah. you know, like, how we are as readers a little bit more. But what, like, can you recall a book that has changed your perspective reading recently? Or, you know, anything that's challenged your thinking? Because I feel like that's what really makes a good book. And I'm just curious if you have one that sticks out in your brain. The most distinct one I have overall my life in the most recent years is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Really? I, when I finished that, we were having a slumby party and Megan was like passed out and I finished it at like 1am and I just like sat and stared at the ceiling for like 10 minutes where I was just like, that'll do it. Huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, hey, yo, V.E. Schwab, I don't know what, she just knows how to write books well <laughs> she has a really cool way of writing and a perspective that About, isn't yeah life necessarily and just yeah i don't know it makes me rethink my life and how i want to live it and mm. that's the most i think a book has really impacted me like immediately and then other books just make me cry for months after but crying typical. is just a typical, typical experience as a reader i feel do you have one I do. And I read it this year. Um, it was This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal at Motar and Max Gladstone. That book was a very quick read and was only like four hours audiobooking. But when I tell you, I had to sit back and be like, I don't even know what happened. I don't understand why my brain just like did that. And it's a series of letters that two people on opposing sides of a war write each other. But the war is very ambiguous. The two sides are like machine. One side is like machinery, industry, capitalism. Like you kind of get that vibe. Like Okay, USA. <laughs> it's more like metallic if you get that vibe where it's like robot yeah industry whatever Mm -hmm. right and then the other side is very like nature hive based um okay divergent green whatever right like those are the two opposing sides but you don't really understand what that means but it's the characters red and blue and uh their relationship and uh, like it made me reflect on like conflict and the why behind a lot of like how we talk to each other not us two specifically but like how you speak to another person throughout a a timeline that doesn't really exist interesting yeah it's really cool so really enjoyed that book it's only like 200 pages so crazy packed a punch i punched me square in the jaw like pow 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 it was great that's how you know a book is great. What are we reading right now? This just in. You first. Okay. <laughs> I am currently reading Heartless by Marissa Meyer Heartless. on audiobook. Um, it is amazing. I started it yesterday and I'm 25% in mm. because I have no self-control and was shopping um, and driving yesterday. So it was fantastic. But it's a Alice in Wonderland retelling, specifically a oh, Queen of Hearts retelling. Hearts. And it's about like, from what I understand, it's like court relationships or whatever, but not 
in a specific like fantasy court way like you get the full alice in wonderland experience you get the craziness of like this tipsy wait topsy-turvy world Mm. you know whatever like drugged out they were talking about horse flies but they're rocking horse flies oh so and it's it's just such good imagery just like eating it up they were talking about like her dress specifically and it was a black and white ball not really spoilers and her dress was like red velvet and Mm. like the main character is a baker and you kind of get to hear about her dreams it's very much like young adult but like god marissa meyer is such a good author i am like pulled in immediately and i love it and the male main character so good so good wow yeah i really love it so that's that's very exciting i'm hoping to finish it sometime this week so you'll get a full review at the blonde registry is that in the lunar chronicles oh no it's just written by the same author but she does a lot of fairy tale retellings okay so it's a really good one i the book that got me out of my slump was so unexpected it was love theoretically by Allie hazelwood oh and i just didn't see it's been on my shelf i got it at target for like eight bucks or something sure. and i just missed reading so bad and like 39 clues there i had read 10 and or nine and a half of them and i was like hmm let's just try something new and then i devoured it in two days and the ease of modern romances is my favorite thing because they're just so simple yeah and no extra thinking really has to be done and it's someone else's drama and then i kind of do hate them because they randomly will point insecurities out of the main character i'm like wow i've had no original thoughts in my entire life and now i forgot about that and now that is at the front of my brain but then she like deals with it and like helps blah blah blah, whatever it kind of sucks that way but i liked it it was fun it was cute I love that. Have I, you read the other two? I read um, Love Hypothesis, and there was a cameo from those two characters, and I did love that. Oh, my God. Had me kicking and giggling and screaming. I love and that. And that helped me get into... I was going to go back to try my reread. I just can't do rereads right now, mm-hmm. I think is what it is, because I'm trying to finish my Throne of Glass reread before the third Crescent City comes out, but I could not pick that up, so I picked up now Iron Flame and by rebecca yaros by and i i like it i don't hate it i'm surprised by that because there's some like hot wow it's either people love it or hate it. i'm like i, I like can't it. wait to be spoiled by you because i don't intend to read it but well, interesting like, i i think it's because i just need really easy reads and i think that's people's biggest critiques is that her writing is kind of i guess simple but i don't know I'm still in the infirmary. I'm like now sitting up in my bed and like they're giving me water and broth. You're but still on the IV. Yeah. Yeah. And so frankly, and uh, the letters are so tiny though. Mm. I need like full light blasting. I was like, mm-hmm. am I that old? I'm how old am I? I'm not I'm looking at your watch. <laughs> it's not even a watch. It's some camp bracelets. Yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll tell rope. you how old you are for sure. Like the and rings of a tree. They honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I like Iron Flame so far. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you're liking it. Um, yeah, me too. I was surprised by that. Fantastic. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Last Two Pages. Do you feel like we have the same habits as you? Are we just completely in the wrong on how we're reading? You let us know. And thank you so much for watching or listening. And we will see you on the next page. Mm-hmm.